Greetings, lovely listeners. You are listening to Saga, a podcast where a dude and a chick discuss art and animation. Hello, and thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. These are your favorite hosts, Sarah and Garrison. Um, today, we are going to be talking about this movie on Netflix called Neja. Um, it's N-E-Z-H-A is like how it's spelt. So if you want to look this up, um, it's definitely a kid's movie. So this is like a family-friendly movie. Um, of course, you know, it is an animation. Everything we talk about is animation. Spoiler alert, this audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. Um, this is probably one of the most underrated films I think I've seen this year. Um, I think that's that's fair. Yeah, uh, my expectations were kind of um, usually, you know, I, I try not to have high, high expectations anyway, so... Um, this one definitely met and it exceeded my expectation. I agree with that. Um, so this movie is set in what we can assume is like um, ancient China or ancient Japan. Um, there's lots of magic involved. <laughs> yeah. It's China, you... you China. <laughs> I know, I'm on culture, it's fine. Um... Yeah, so ancient China, and I i don't know a lot of Chinese folklore, you know, I only know about Mulan, really, and she's not really the best one to talk about, um, or like, you know, she's like not the only one out there, um, but this is about a demon child, and he's born into the world, and he's placed in the hands um, of some extraordinarily loving people, but he's... A demon so he has these innate like just he's got a lot of power and he is not very good at controlling it so he gets into trouble quite a lot um and he's not very sociable so it makes it very hard to like him throughout the film um but he does become redeemable towards the end yeah um i was thinking about that and well what what is is it like what um attributes of his is just him being a kid or is it because like you know he's like part demon that's a good question um i was thinking as we were as i was watching this film i was like this would have been a great movie to do some character psychology on because neja is kind of overpowered (laughs) and i feel like that probably doesn't help his ego at all um yeah 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 uh uh one of my favorite scenes was when uh he was um uh, he had the pig mask on and and like he was trying to like give a plan to these kids that don't that don't like him but they didn't know that the guy in the mask was him and then he he used the um plan that he said was going to be for himself on the kids i thought that was really good 
Yeah, there was some really fun little quirky things in this film. Another, there was another pig scene I I really enjoyed too, and I think it was when they did the replay of Nejat's training, and they used like his snout as like a uh, a dial for the on um, the pig the pig's snout as a dial for rewind and fast forward, zoom in, zoom out. And I thought that was just funny. This film had had a lot of um, like Pixar kind of uh, it kind of felt like Pixar and and an anime at the same time. Like it took um, attributes from like Western and East. It it made something um, pretty unique, I would say. Yeah, and I mean today we're going to be talking about tropes. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, we're not doing character psychology, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about some of the tropes that this film has. And while you were saying that, I was thinking that, like, it's like the good versus evil. There's a lot of like battle for morality, I think, in this film, and I think that also makes it very interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is a really like good blend of like anime western vibes, western feel along with the traditional Chinese um culture that they have. Super well told story. Yeah, yeah. Um do you want to start with the uh breakdown or Um sure. Okay. Um we'll start. So what's um some of the tropes that you found throughout this film? You go first. Uh, okay, so there's well, a lot of actually. Um, uh, I think I'll go first. Okay, okay. Is what I would say, but I'm being nice, so I'm gonna let you go. <laughs> You're always. Is this is in the the sake of being a trickster, isn't it? Because this film. Is about a little trickster, and you're, I swear, you sometimes are such a trickster. You know, um, uh, when I was watching this, I kind of felt like, uh, Neja was kind of like a Loki kind of character because he was mischievous and like playful. So, yes, very high ego, everything. Um, okay, well, if you will allow me, then um, I think I'll start with the similarities I found between this film and other stories I've seen, you know, throughout my my plethora of movies I've seen. So it reminded me a lot of Hercules as well as like Dragon Ball Z. Um, I don't know if I can really say what scenes particularly told me about those like those vibes or like those feelings um but i think it's like the training all of the training that they do it's like a very traditional chinese thing i think um or like sports thing like there's always that training experience and it's always got to be like otherworldly for for characters of like immense power I've never seen this done in real life. <laughs> I don't know if this actually happens with like serious athletes, um, but I, I just always love that aesthetic. Um, yeah, there's like you know like a lot of just training world. I thought that was a really cool concept that reminded me a lot of Dragon Ball Z. Like it was like he went to another planet basically to train. Um, 
There were some tropes, though, I didn't really care about. Like, there was this large, burly man uh, with a very feminine <laughs> voice. It was just too much. Um, like, that was the only part that really kind of irked me. You know, I feel like points taken, points docked because of that. Um, I really liked in the beginning, you know, that that man was super ready to cut this little boy's head off. I thought that was super cool. Um, but I also feel like that's a trope because, you know, taboo and folklore suggests that you should probably kill demons before they get to do any harm, like serious harm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So, so a lot of those old myths were like actually pretty like violent and stuff but disney uh and i guess just a, just the passage of time the uh the edge was just sort of rounded off and, and became softer that's right and then you know that makes me think like that's one reason why this movie i think was surprisingly very good um because it they did add that little bit of edge to certain scenes that i was very impressed with uh, like there was another one where a little girl literally got eaten alive by um, another demon ogre person, and I was like, "Wow, that really happened!" <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and and I do have some notes here on the source, like like the actual lore of the character, but we can talk about that later. Um, but uh, you you mentioning that this reminded you of Dragon Ball. Uh, well, I'm not sure if you knew this, but uh, Goku uh, was actually like um, based on Monkey King uh, character from Journey to the West, which was a Chinese story. So it's kind of cool seeing like characters from Chinese lore in this setting and like uh, seeing like how cool Chinese myths are because I really haven't seen much of it, you know? I've I really only right. seen like Greek mythology and like some Norse stuff, but like not really much from china or even hint japanese stuff yeah that's that's kind of where i'm at too like i i just don't i don't have anything to compare this to you know so um i i really appreciate i i like how they portrayed the lore i'm sure somebody else who knows the lore better might be like well this was trash but i don't know i thought it was pretty interesting um i thought is something I haven't seen before, so that's kind of cool. Um, okay, so other tropes. I do have, like, overpowered child. You know, like, there's the master versus the disciple. I also wrote, like, lack of constraint from the disciple, or a.k.a. Anakin syndrome, because I, most of you who have seen Star Wars know that Anakin... Uh, while training with Obi-Wan Kenobi, was kind of a little bitch. So, or like a punk. He was kind of a punk, I would say. Well, and um, he he had a good reason. Yeah, the fight. I think the fight between like good and evil or morality, I'm sure can make anybody depressed or anxious or curious about what side you're really on. And I think Neza, Neja um, really portrays that a lot in this film um and yeah and uh and what i appreciate was that i think in a western film they would have had 
Neja go through like one or two scenes and then kind of be good for the rest of the movie. But for this one, he struggled with that throughout the whole film. And I like that because it shows that certain um, certain obstacles aren't always so easy to overcome. Sometimes you may never, you know. And I thought that was pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had like overprotective parents ancient godlike characters with ominous vibes i think these are all pretty strong topes tropes topes um tiny trickster uh jagged teeth for the enemy quote unquote uh makes them look more menacing you know neja has these like kind of jacked teeth and uh, that just makes him look more ominous uh or menacing and then um like, I also had Tiny Trickster that turns into a powerful master. Um, that's, you know, spoilers, but he's pretty powerful, and you'll see that towards the end. Um, that's pretty much it I had for tropes that really, really stuck out to me. Um, I'm sure there's, like, a million other ones. I have some. So, uh, um, yeah, so let's see here. Uh, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Why am I uh, messing up? So the um, during the like the first few minutes when like Nezha was born and like the chaos was happening, there was a band playing, and we didn't know that at first. Like we just thought that it was like uh, s- some music to heighten the situation, but it turns out that it was actually a band playing. It was kind of like played for laughs. Hmm. That's kind of that's kind of a trope. Um, mm-hmm. The a the blind person looking in the wrong direction trope, and the blind person has to like move so they can look at the right spot. Uh, Tiny badass, uh, which you kind of mentioned. Um, the parents make a promise that uh, that they can't keep. Like usually, it's a promise to like spend time with the kid because the kid's lonely. Uh, that happened here. Um, a <laughs> distraction to to like uh, turn someone away from from something so that the hero can escape which happened here with the guards and how he kind of uh got them to fight each other so that he could escape uh neja's rube goldberg uh plan with okay can you explain that one to me uh so a rube goldberg um machine or plan is, is like when this is like super common uh when like there's an overly complicated uh, scheme to like do something usually quite simple like uh, like um, there's all kinds of contraptions and ropes to like that to like hit one thing which will make another thing roll down and then like which will make a thing spin to, like, oh okay okay one of those things um, the different world inside of a painting trope which which had like phenomenal animation that'd be super awesome to like see in like IMAX 3D mm-hmm. when first went in there um oh man this isn't this isn't a trope but like <laughs> this definitely wouldn't pass in, in the west but a young boy <laughs> being asked to look inside of a grown man's pants oh yeah <laughs> so weird <laughs> um, or like when when um neja pulls down his pants to go pee you know, you see this little boy's na- bare naked butt and he's just peeing on this rock. I was pretty surprised that happened too. Hmm. Yeah, I think as long as they're like they're kids or, or look young, it's okay. 
kind of like how we see ba uh, baby butts on TV, but mm. but you know, like anything else is kind of deemed deemed wrong mm. or something. So, uh, uh, hero is thought of as a monster by the villagers. It's a pretty common trope. Um, a lie is dramatically revealed, uh, and that lie was when his his parents told him that 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 he was the sacred pearl or something, but he he was actually yeah. I didn't really fully understand that whole scene. Um, I feel like that lie was too blatant, but I don't know. I don't know. Um. A large structure that's about to fall and kill everyone. <laughs> Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, uh, I guess you're, <laughs> I guess you're uh, right because I was kind of confused, uh, but I just thought that, um, you know, because people thought of him as as a monster, but mm -hmm. but maybe they were just uh, they they were misunderstood and like didn't know this the. the situation which was which what they told Neja was the sacred pearl was like a secret thing so and and a secret weapon can only be a secret weapon if it's kept a secret so that's why hmm. they say anything you know it's a white lie white lie um it's more of a black lie that led to more problems um but yeah all right uh the hero sacrificing themselves trope uh blue and red or fire and ice uh, blue and red usually combat each other in fire and ice for the same reasons. I'm the heat miser and I'm the cold. Wait, was it the cold miser? Heat miser and the. What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just move on. No. <laughs> Explain yourself. You know the, the old movie, the heat miser and the. It's like winter versus summer or something, and they're like. <sighs> What is that movie? It's like a claymation. Um, is it like a like a Rudolph thing? Yeah. Uh, maybe our listeners can tell us. Um, I maybe know what you're talking about, but we're gonna move on for my sanity's sake. All right. Uh, you make up your own destiny trope. Uh, and and recently, like post credit scenes have kind of been been popular, and this movie had like three. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's about what I have. Yeah, I thought it was interesting that they put previews in the post-credits. That's not something I really see all often at all. Super rare. Um, maybe that's a Chinese thing? Yeah, because why wouldn't they put it in the beginning, right? But mm -hmm. but I guess maybe it's like movie-specific. Because um, I think uh, Back to the Future um, 3 did that at at the end of part two, they, they like showed previews to the next movie. That's right. That's right. Um, I guess they did that here, which is kind of cool because because um, was that preview a preview to the next movie? I believe it was. It said it was 2020 that it yeah, was yeah, going to. Yeah, because it was supposed to come out this year, but because of COVID. So that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. So what would you rate this movie overall? Um as far as you know what you have seen and what we've talked about what we've talked about with this movie mm -hmm. um i think it was pretty i mean it was like an hour and 50 minutes i don't know if it needed to be that that long 
uh, like maybe cut 15 minutes, you know, 15, 20 minutes out and it would have been really solid. Like it kind of dragged, dragged a little bit, but I would give it like a, um, like a 7.7. Hmm. That's pretty high for you. You normally you rate pretty low. Um, yeah, I think you're right about the time being just a little bit too long. I feel like an hour and a half would have been just right. Um, I mean, and then I think a lot with the translation, how the translation for certain things get lost. So, and certain voice actors just don't do a very good job, unfortunately. I think I would probably rate this film like a 7.5. Yeah. I mean, I watched this movie dubbed, but with the subtitles on, and the subtitles weren't the same as the dub. So, so um, there were certain parts of like both that um, that uh, made more sense than what the other would have done. And and I think uh, the action was like the highlights, and the visuals were like the definitely were definitely the highlight and. I've never like the way they showed power was like nothing I've seen before, and it was just uh, really good. Yeah, that's one thing we haven't really talked about is the actual animation style for this because it is you know it's a 3D film, um, and it's really well done, very well done. I think the lighting, um, the textures, and the rendering for pretty much everything was phenomenal. I think this was probably a very high budget film for as much re like rendering that they've had to do in so many different um, textures and colors and everything. So, so pretty. Yeah, it, it felt like a Pixar movie in some ways. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, we do have some more information like about the source material. Okay. Do you want to... Um, yeah, so this uh, story is like over thousands of years old. So there are various uh, tellings of this story, but um, I guess like the common themes are that like first off, uh, he had brothers. He had like two brothers, and huh. yeah, and his and his father tried to kill him because he was like a d and stuff, and. And in the movie, you know, he has like nice parents, but yeah, yeah. Not, nonetheless, his parents tried, or his dad tried to kill him. Uh, and the girl that was kidnapped um, in the movie, uh, there was like a girl that was kidnapped the story by a demon. Um, but in the story, the girl that was kidnapped by a demon was like a servant of Al Guang, who was like the dragon guy in the movie. But um, in the film, he was just like some random demon, and then and then Al Bing, who was like Neja's opposite, Neja killed him like halfway through the story. That's a big difference. Um, Neja suicides himself, and somehow he chops himself up and sends. What? His <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and somehow sends his pieces to his mom as a thank you for giving birth to him. Uh. <laughs> I'm stunned. I am in shock. I mean, I could believe the Al being, you know, I was like, okay, that's, that's, you know, 
Yeah. I feel like that's a, a little death never hurt anybody, but then if you suicide yourself by cutting yourself into little cheese cubes, there's a problem. There's some weird mythology. Man, mythology's crazy. Yeah. And and so um, his mother like builds a temple in his in his honor that will like house his soul and his father being being a being a little prick uh he like burns the uh, the temple down and neja doesn't like this so he hates his dad now and so he's he's dead how does he well he's a soul still oh in in the in the temple and then uh um his was his name uh tie something the Mm -hmm. guy with the brush that was in the movie Mm -hmm. right yeah so he actually resurrects neja in in like a human body and um and he like goes after his dad but his dad can't beat him and then there's like lots more gods involved but um ultimately he has to like bow to his father and so neja kind of loses in the end Mm. that's kind of the story so there's no uh fire ice story in this nah does he have all the same powers yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 has the little spear, the the little wind fire wheel things that he travels on, and he has like the little uh, sash ribbon. Hmm. I like. I love mythology. I think that's so interesting. But people are so weird. Who who thinks about suiciding themselves and like that? That's. Um. Well, actually. A little extreme. Well, actually, uh, this isn't quite like uh, suicide, but. Um, Tibetans, uh, monks, like when they die, they, they, they chop each other or they chop the dead person up and I forget why they do this, but, uh, that's kind of hardcore. Like they, they chop each other up and they get eaten by vultures or something. So that's kind of similar. I mean, I guess it's like a return to the land, um, or something symbolic, you know, but that is, that is very macabre. You love that stuff. I do. I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, this movie is nothing like that. It's very mild compared to that. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, especially, like, the Greek stuff and and all that. Like, that stuff is, like, really hardcore. Like, there's, like... Yeah, I would not want to live. I would not want to live. Like, um, have you ever seen... This is totally off-topic... But have you ever seen like some of those medieval torture machines that they come up with? The Iron um, is that one? Yeah, so crazy. People, I mean, the creativity, you know, it's there, but they're putting it towards all the wrong things. And like the uh, bamboo one, like where how like bamboo goes fast and they like sharpen it, and that's that's nuts, man. Like people are crazy, but right guillotines uh like usually they wouldn't work on the first try and they would have to like, keep doing it that's too much yeah be an extra i mean what if okay no no i'm not gonna go off topic like that anyway um this was saga podcast thank you for listening next time we're gonna watch mirai novice to master 
Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast, where we talk about animation and animation things. Um, This is your favorite co-host, Sarah, and I would like to remind you before you head off that we do have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a website, and soon to be a Patreon. So if you could reach out to us, leave us a comment, a review, anything that you like, and we will appreciate all of it. Um, Otherwise, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. Hope you liked it. (laughs) Come again. <laughs>